and welcome again to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where we talk about wrestling in way too in-depth fashion, fashion because we're just cool like that. I don't know. I don't know what else. You, I don't know what else you want. I mean, why else does anyone do a podcast? Get over yourself. Anyway, before we get into the hot, hot wrestling action, and we talk to my wonderful guest, remember rate and subscribe. Give us five stars. We deserve five stars. A lot of you have been doing it. I've been coming, Zig. I've been coming in with a negative attitude, just being like, "No one's." Why? I know there's more people listening than than rating, and you know what? That's still true. That is still true. We still have more listeners than raters, and that's fine. That's an annoying step you got to do. But people are listening to the message, so thank you. I appreciate you, uh, and I love you. I really, I do. I love you, and we'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, so. Great. Anyway, all right, let's get into uh, uh, wrestling and our guests. Every week on the podcast, we have an awesome guest from the comedy world, and this week is no exception. We have Taylor Orsi. Hello. Hi. Um, uh, so, yeah, you're a comedian, writer, all, the, all that good stuff, actor, you know, in a, a, a million threat. Yeah, 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 no. But more importantly, you're a female wrestling fan. I am. <laughs> which I'm like a unicorn. Which yes, which I, and I've referred to it as a unicorn on this uh, uh, on this podcast before, and uh, um, so I'm always fascinated by the female wrestling fan because uh, 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 I'm like, well, well, what's the what's the uh, what's your what's your origin? Like, when why did you, you start you getting into it? And you're pretty. Why are you fucking why, why like you this? Fucking, How come every like this? every woman I've ever been with hates this thing? And, uh, yeah. and, uh, and and uh, and then I'm like, oh wait, there are women who like it. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's a lot of women in the in the crowd. I don't know if they're dragged there by their annoying significant other, or I don't I know. I just like to watch you watch it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's not that's not fair to, to them, actually. I'm that's sure not fair. That was like, I'm trying out. to be polite. Yeah, I'm. Th- that sorry, wasn't very sorry, feminist. Dan. By I'm Taylor's sorry, not a feminist. I just want to let everyone know. That. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm just uh, I'm a comedian to get a <laughs> husband. <laughs> that's, that's the best way, right? This is the most like <laughs> stacked money wise. The best way to get a husband <laughs> is to become a comedian. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then like wrestling. Like yeah, wrestling, I'm, I'm really get, like trying wrestling. to attract the best kind of dude. Just like a wrestling comedian. Anybody who listens to this podcast, I'm... I will say that I think liking wrestling can can get someone a guy. I'm not saying the caliber. I'm not saying anything like that. But I'm saying there are definitely guys out there who are super into pro wrestling. I'm one of them. Who is just like, if a, if a, if it had a f- some female companionship that would appreciate the product, even near the level that I appreciate it, it would go, it would go a long way. If you're a dude <laughs> sitting on the couch, getting jack in the box all over your front part <laughs> and your back it. part, all over your DX if T-shirt, you smell like an Amtrak train. <laughs> all right, that's not fair. Okay, <laughs> that's true. My cousin works for Amtrak. It's a very respectable. Does he smell like the trains? She doesn't. Oh, she... It's, a, it's a woman. No, yeah. It's a, oh all my right. God, it's filled with women. Whoa. I don't know what we're talking about. All right. Uh, 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 I'll tell you how I got into yeah, wrestling. So I'm interested right? how you got into wrestling because I know you're a newer fan to pro no. wrestling, which I, I love. Back, which came we... back to the church. You came back? Oh, you left for a while? Well, when I was little, like my uncle, I grew up uh, in my grandma's house in East L.A. with my uncle and my mom and my sister and my grandma and my grandpa. It was a little house, a lot of people. And um, I had a similar. I had, I had a small house with a lot of people. Oh yeah. Yeah, like we grew up. We, we had a. We had like one shower for five of us. Did you guys pee in the bathtub? 
No, we didn't. Oh, okay. Because we had like that was like the extra. No, we had the toilet. half bath. We had the half bath. Oh, also. okay, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> we had two bathrooms, but my grandma wouldn't let anybody in her bathroom, and like to this day, I still think that she's like commanded by spirits. Like you're like, no, you're gonna get cursed if you go into Abuela's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go into a woman's bathroom. Yeah. Um, this is the most gender oriented podcast. Oh, so I, far. S- <laughs> I said I said grandma, but yeah, like a woman's. Oh, okay. Mike. Um, that was that was my bad. That's okay. We, we got to we start like... over? He's saying no, we can't start <laughs> over. So. Um, but in the uh, Saturday mornings, I'd do wake up and, uh, or Saturday, Sunday, whatever, one of the weekend mornings, I'd wake up and give myself a huge bowl of cereal. And with my uncle, I'd do, we'd watch wrestling, Three Stooges, Soul Train, and then like go into his room and listen to like Metallica. And I oh, feel awesome. like that just whatever my lizard brain got wired, and that's essentially who I am today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I. That's really interesting because my. Um, and then uh, I got like super aggro, and I was like, "What's up with the diaper men?" And then to this day, I just don't like when we have wrestling parties at the house, and like when that shit goes on, I just like don't care. I don't give a shit about American Alpha. There are so many of the wrestlers where I was like, "I don't have to give a shit about this" because they all are the same and they're all super generic. And uh, I like watching interesting wrestling. Oh. And there are a couple of like fashion don'ts where I will kind of lose interest, like jean yeah. wrestling. I mean, come wrestling on. in jeans. This, this, listen, it's a theme of the podcast. Is with Je- <laughs> jeans Ambrose? No, yeah, no. jeans Ambrose. <laughs> no, no, and thank uh, you. you know, Jericho's got like what? There's a there's a, a ratio to scarf and sleeve <laughs> and asshole. What? Well, <laughs> uh, uh, you mean him being an asshole or to his to his actual asshole? You're talking about? Oh, to his asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, the ratio of scarf to asshole. It depends how big uh, your asshole Jericho's is. Ra- we, we a horse's asshole. Wait, I gotta break this down. Mm. You're saying a lot of interesting things. I'm getting an echo. Uh, <laughs> let's get. We're going for sound effects today. Oh, and then and then I got into like fighting a lot as a kid, like kickboxing and stuff like that. So and also, what wrestling is. And sports like wrestling, yeah. and like MMA, stuff like Combat that. Kind of the only thing I'm interested in with sports because I lose track of the ball. Hockey, wow. different because that is ice skating plus fighting. Like Marty McSorley yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Fu- that's not a fucking sport. That's like a. That's delightful. That's something completely different. But you basketball, baseball. It's like I'll sit in the stands and I'll drink a beer or whatever. But I really don't give a shit. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, competitive sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unless it's comedy. Yeah, I like it. I only like things with predetermined outcomes. That's, what I say. <laughs> That's the only kind of sports I'm into. But wait, let's break this down because you mm. said a lot of interesting things. Okay. So you're saying that okay. So. Break down your first point. Okay. I, I relate to this. And uh, me and my wife were talking about this recently. About I'm a big fan of the card Yay, game. Yeah, wife. Uh, big Matt. fan of Dan's wife. Yeah, my wife's great. Um, hates wrestling. <laughs> She's been on the show what? to talk about how much she hates wrestling. Oh, man. Uh, um, um, we'll get her back. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Jamie, working on it. Back. I've been working on it. Uh, like, I'm a big fan of Magic the Gathering, right? It's a card game I play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. And, uh, yeah, that's a, you know, listen. I, I used to like Deadlands. Deadlines is it a game? It was a it was like a card game, so I can like kind of yeah, go yeah, yeah. analogous. But with the your... point the main the main point is that like the reason I like it uh-huh. uh, uh, is that it my uncle when I was like ten years old my I had a cool uh, my my uncle's twenty years my dad's brother's twenty years younger than he is mm-hmm. exactly twenty years so I had like the young cool uncle yeah and he was playing it so at that age it was a very impressionable age for me so it yeah. kind of like just 
he hit me at the right time, and now I'm just like always have an affinity for the card game. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened with you with wrestling. You're saying. Yeah, it's a, that's exactly what happened. Like my and my my uncle's still super cool. He uh, because he loved music. He does uh, he does like sound for TV shows. And actually, yeah. like my boyfriend's dad works with my uncle because they do like yeah, bu- like behind the behind the scenes whatever camera stuff. So that's like super cool. But um. He now hosts like a low riding his own like low riding show on his Facebook page, and he's like super into low riders. So like I've learned a lot about low riders from him, and right, you right, know, right. so he's just a cool yeah. So I like I, the, like uh, the American Badass, like with the one Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so like you. So yeah, my my cool uncle made me who I am. Right, yeah. and you caught the bug. So you were saying you caught the bug at that young age. So then you moved on to this point where you were like, uh, uh, you're saying like American Alpha. You're not interested in American oh Alpha. My God, like, no. so specifically, you're saying and that, t- and you were putting them in like a category of yeah. uninteresting wrestlers. Yeah, they're are just you saying diaper men? That's di- what they are. Di- yes, diaper men is the is the term you said. Yeah, are you is is diaper men mean like guys who are just wrestlers? Do you mean like where they're just good at pro wrestling? Yeah, and well, they're you over know, with like, the crowd just for being like good at pro wrestling, not for being like uh, interesting as a character or on the microphone. Yeah, they're not interesting as a character. I feel like they don't. I don't grab onto anything in their story. Um, right. I think that also like their moves are sort of like um, what, like bulky. You know what yeah. I mean? Like cruiserweight's really fun to watch because of all like the high flipping flying shit. flippy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, a um, flippy do match. Yeah, flippy do. You appreciate. Match. You it seems like you appreciate a flippy do match. <laughs> it sounds like of, you don't. On the well, uh, well, it, uh, that came up because of uh, uh, here on the uh, on the comedians wrestling podcast. I labeled those flippy do matches because of the cruiserweight classic, where so I was good. defending so Zack Saber Junior. as just being like, well, hey. In those, he doesn't do flippy do shit. So you had a match that was different. It was more mat based wrestling. Mm. I didn't mind the. I liked the juxtaposition of that. Anyway, so that's where that label came from. Yeah, but that's interesting. So you you're not into the guys who are just kind of like like I guess they're called American Alpha, which is like all right, they're alpha males and, and they're American. Descent, how right? like how? It's a why blonde. do I care? Right. Why do I care about that? And then they have their little towels. Here's, they're just these big hulking men, yeah. and they're like, I'm going to kick your ass, I'm going to kick your ass, and then right. they're like, teeny tiny towel that has the stupidest <laughs> fucking freight ready, willing, and gable. Yeah. Do you think that, like, any, like, he, like, when he's fucking, he's like, yeah, are you ready, willing, and gable? And the girl's like, oh, my God, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I've made a huge fucking mistake. Well, also, okay. I need to I need to say something, and I've mentioned this before, and I feel like this makes yeah. me sound like an asshole. But yeah. you know what? Fuck it. I'm sharing. This is an open. This is a safe space. This is the least um, safe space. I just want to so let you know. So I'm feeling <laughs> super safe right now. It's very dangerous. So here I'm gonna yeah. overshare. Yeah. Is uh, in college I uh, dated a gentleman who, in my opinion, was way out of my league. Right. And he went. Gentlemen, you mean like a vaudevillain? <laughs> I I uh, I was being courted by a suitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, who he was super super smart. And looking back on it, I know that he was just kind of an arrogant asshole that liked to show off how much he knew. Yeah. But he went to Williams, which is like a fancy school, and he had transferred from Swarthmore, which is like a fancy school. Yeah. But he was a wrestler. But one of those like singlet wrestlers. An amateur wrestler. Uh, like NC. Double A yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestling, amateur wrestling. Yeah, it's like called college, amateur wrestling. College yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they like, gra- like real wrestling. Yeah, like real. You yeah, know, when they competitive they're, like, wrestling, not in the not circle, and they, you know, yeah, 
hump um, each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he used to, he was the first dude I met who was very weight conscious because he had to cut weight, but he used yeah. to put it on me. And I remember, and I had like a weight problem for a while. And uh, like he used to just put that shit. Like I remember one time we went to a coffee shop to get a mocha and he was like, he had to walk out and he was like, can you see the shit they put in it? And I'm like, yeah, it's called chocolate. And he was like, oh my God, it's so much chocolate. And then I couldn't enjoy my fucking drink. And yeah. then he broke up with me in an email. He was like, you are beautiful and perfect. And when I grow up, I want to marry someone just like you. And now he's like, you know, he got cauliflower ear. And I think he contracted epilepsy. And then he had some sort of like spiritual experience watching cockfighting in Mexico. <laughs> so, you know, fuck him. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a lot to unpack Anyway, there. he looks a little that. like one of the dudes in American Alpha. A yeah. little bit. A little bit. So you dated like a full-on uh, alpha male. Right? Like a, you, you dated an American alpha. I didn't know any better. He yeah. had like construction worker lady posters over his bed. Do you think that when I he was... I was like, I guess I'm special. <laughs> Uh, I had no self-esteem until like the age of 25. (laughs) None. None. Yeah, well, but now you got a lot of, now you're you're full of self-esteem, correct? I I mean, I'm working on it. Okay, good. I feel a lot of of confidence out of you. Oh, thank you. It's just because I'm trying, I have so much hair on my shirt from my haircut. (laughs) I'm just really trying to push past it. And you know it's interesting you say like I don't have self esteem or, or but you but you're like you're one of these you have like you have like tattoos you know which is like I know the people <laughs> right. can't see it you don't have tattoos but to me that's like the ultimate sign of confidence and I've learned that it's not true you know especially in my time living in L A that like tattoos yeah. are kind of like you meet people who are like a mess and they have tattoos and I'm just like oh I feel like if I got a tattoo I'd be like. I, I just re- I would regret it instantly. You I guys, think, tattoos oh are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fucking stupid. Well, I guess be a lot of uh, uh, think about like Lita. I think about all the female wrestlers who are like covered in tats and how I like when I was younger when I was in like high school I just equated them with like they're like oh my god what a badass who like does not question any of her choices ever and it's like you know what I mean yeah I think I mean I just think some people um, I don't even know because I don't have anybody in my uh, actually when a lot of times when I see tattoos I don't like them and then I don't even remember that I have them most of the time (laughs) so when you're like telling me what I am I'm like who's that she seems cool. Oh, <laughs> I want yeah. to. No, like, I'm talking about you. I'm looking at your oh, arm. Yeah. <laughs> huh? I'm looking at the sparrow on your arm. Oh yeah. This this actually here. I'll, here's an, an embarrassing moment. This yeah. is a cover up uh, because uh, I I filmed something that was very important to me uh, and I needed to get a cover up because this used to say epic. And wow. I was like, "Oh my god, I made a terrible mistake." Because it was like it was in my early twenties, and I was like, "This, this the word faith is no more great. song." Yeah, <laughs> I just was so, so concerned about that goldfish, guys. It's like, is he dead? Is he alive? Is he dead? Um, so I wake up and I think of that. Um, I just uh, was in my early twenties, and I was like, "Oh, you know, epic is like a journey, and it's like yeah. a this and a that." And then all of a sudden, like one day, I was driving by Taco Bell, and it was like, "Epic midnight tacos," and I was like, "I made a terrible mistake." So. I mean, I do have regrets about that. So that's so then I but then when I like filmed this thing, I didn't have to see Epic on my arm. Listen, all right. You're following in great footsteps. The Undertaker had Sarah tattooed on his like I don't know trachea. I believe I want to say that. And then he got a divorce. Neck tattoos are a that's a whole nother level. Like what's his face? See now now you're gonna see that I'm not good with names. NXT announcer. 
Corey Graves. Thank you. He's I'm actually sorry, the Raw dude. announcer now as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, super awesome dude. But like, yeah, he's, has, he's like what is that? Work. Like a goldfish tattooed on his neck? Like it's just a cartoon fish. Yeah, he has a. I don't know. That takes he, some balls. I would say that he has like he's one of these guys who's just covered. Mm-hmm. You know, like that Travis Barker kind of deal or whatever. Yeah. Where like he's got the skull right in the middle yeah. of his neck, where that's the only one I see. So it's a good thing. It's like you can hide. You can hide if you get a lot of tattoos, then you can hide tattoos within the the, the you know the, the yeah the where's Waldo. <laughs> I tattoo think yeah, I'm at a point now where your... where I just I'm just never gonna stop. I think that there's I have a working theory that you have you meet people with one tattoo because yeah. they're like I was in Israel and I wanted to remember they're always it forever. In Israel. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people who've gotten All tattoos in Israel. Jews. I can't. Yeah, it's it's weird, no, but I, it's I'm true. Jewish. I'm Jewish. <laughs> That's not that's not true. Jan, I got a henna. My Jan, first tattoo. Dan's not Jewish. But then you have. Yeah, that's not true. That, uh, <laughs> I, I'm 100 percent Jewish. Dan, not, not, Italian. not anymore. I'm not, Italian. not anymore. Okay. Um, but the uh, you have people that have one tattoo that okay. meant a lot to them and they sketched it out and you know thought about it for months or years mm. and then you have people who just have a lot like me that's like oh sure I'll, I'll guess I'll get one, but I don't think I know anybody with two and I feel like if you know anybody with two tattoos you need to stay away. I don't know why, but it's a thinker. It's if a someone thinker. has just two, just two. But what if they have three? Then that's fine. That's fine. But that's that two. Mm. And what's the deal with a one? One just means you're somebody who really something meant something yeah. to you, and you know you you really want to just like have that. And I feel like if you have three, then you kind of have a sense of humor about it a little bit. I don't. Right. I actually don't know a lot of people that have a lot of tattoos, but it's fun to talk about. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got this one because of this, and that was kind of a shitty mistake, and this one was fun, and but. Two is mm-hmm. weird. How do you feel about wrestlers who don't have tattoos? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's way rarer. It's, it's, I can't think of any. There's a couple. Do any I of the women I think have Sasha tattoos? Ba- yeah, like, Charlotte has a bunch of tattoos. Where? Well, one is for her brother on her this uh, on the side. Oh. But she kind of covers it up now with her new like Wonder Woman. Yeah, because she's got a new a new yeah. outfit going on. I love her robes. That's di- that's not really wrestling. It's still fashion. But no, but fashion is. I'm very big on the fashion. See, I, I think we see eye to eye here, but I think that to get back to our original point, is sure, that sure, I, sure. I see eye to eye with you on the fashion. I, 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 I appreciate that stuff a lot, especially in, when I first started watching wrestling. I didn't even like wrestling. I didn't even what? like, like I, the, the fighting part of it was like, even in like the Attitude Era, I wasn't as into the matches as much as I was into the promos. I think like the promos, the pageantry, the characters, all that stuff is what really drove me to wrestling. Now I really have a wrestling the the in ring wrestling as you know from like the indie scene uh, like you know mm-hmm. bleeding into mm-hmm. WWE I mm-hmm. now really appreciate actual pro wrestling but yeah I, for a long time I really I didn't appreciate it like other people actually appreciate the wrestling so it's interesting uh, yeah um, oh, that's interesting all right let's get into let's get into, we can talk about tattoos all day speaking of tattoos let's let, you know what this is where we're gonna start Guys, we're gonna dan's start, gonna get a tattoo before gonna, this is <laughs> I, I definitely will it's gonna, it's gonna be my own face uh on my on face. my only taller <laughs> only like three inches taller right uh, um, <laughs> baby like a little baby so you outside of the ring uh page proposed to del rio in the ring. And at a, at then is he still married? Yeah, and he's still... Uh, his wife tweeted out, like, uh, hey, uh, you're still married. 
Uh, that was a moment for me because, yeah. like, I think lady proposals are. Very, I like collect them as a like as a side job for me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let's see, like, did this work out? And when that happened, I was like, oh my god, those two things I love so much. Like, right. I like weddings and wrestling, and then it got all scandalous. Well, he has like, three <laughs> kids. <laughs> he, he has three kids. He's 40 years old. Um, she look on on paper. I don't know. I, this feels I, I am so far removed from this. I couldn't be further removed from Paige and Del Rio and their relationship. But you know what? In the world we live in, I'm a valid commentator on it. Okay, <laughs> and I will say that to me, I feel like this. I feel like that relationship is like bad news. Like I'm just like this guy. He keeps like she's now like suspended from WWE. She got a second wellness violation you know wellness violation she and and the, what i read is that it's recreational drug use she before this was like winning and made you know uh, mania was like one of their big stars yeah, yeah, yeah. and is now talking about like it, it, she's putting that relationship before her career and she's so young mm-hmm. and he's an older guy who's already like been through the gamut yeah, 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 yeah. and it seems like he's very over it with wb he has his own problems with there and it's bleeding into her professional life and to, to, it just feels like kind of classic she's just gonna bad move situation to, like the vent you're gonna see her next year on the venice boardwalk selling sand art just wondering <laughs> yeah, yeah. where it all went wrong i mean honestly that's kind of how i feel she's already talking about her outside of WWE career, but then it's like, oh, I'm the one. I feel like I'm like a villain from like True Romance or something. Like I'm like, oh, they like love each other, and I'm just like trying to pull them apart for their career. Like whatever. Good luck to her. I just think she's young, and I just it just feels like bad news. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean it's like, isn't that if you you get cocky right when you're young in a career and you're just like, oh, I can kind of like do whatever I want. Yeah, she's sort of thing. Twenty four like, years it! old. We're going to live forever. Yeah. And then, you know, you can just, like, see what happens. You haven't taken your, like, knocks yet and come back in spite of any odds. Like, if there weren't any odds. Like, what were her odds? Like, why was she? I can't even, yeah. I can't even remember, like, what she, like, what's it called? Uh, blah, 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 triumphed against. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, she was in WWE at 21 years old. She, like, was the, I think, the youngest Divas champion. Like she's, you know, she won mm-hmm. the belt on her first night debuting on Raw. She won the belt from AJ Lee. Like, so there's like she, nowhere to go but down. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I think, and then, she, but she's still on Total Divas. Like that's the thing I read. That was the thing I was curious about. It's like, is she gonna still be? And like Del Rio and her, like they're both on Total Divas, and like their relationship. So it's like almost like maybe being a reality star, maybe that's bigger for her. Maybe she accomplished everything too fast, and like I don't know. At that age, I wouldn't have my head on my shoulders. But like her proposing to him. And which is fine. I'm uh, that it just it it reeks of like the whole thing just reeks of impulsiveness and and then like what's up with him? News. Like what's up with this dude? That's well, just kind of like I need to get my shit together. He got I'm suspended like, for punching somebody out. Like that's why he got yeah. fired. Uh, with the, apparently they said something like racist against Mexicans to him or whatever. But oh, so no. that that was why you know I had defended him in the past. But then he's. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, something I, from what I heard somewhere was that, you know, he was getting underbooked and he, he, he was getting underbooked because he wasn't, I don't know, they, he had like a bad attitude and then he, he just got like stabbed. But now people, he had like a, he got like stabbed and you're like, 
people are questioning if he actually got stabbed. It was just so he could no show a show. He didn't show up to his indie show. I don't know what's going on with him. I, I just it reeks, you know. And he's saying like, I gotta take. He's he's on steroids, and that's why he got they fired him. He's like, well, I needed a forty year old guy, and that's another thing that like gets hairy because I'm like. I, I guess I get it. Like, I think if I was a pro wrestler and I was 40, I'd probably want to take things to help me repair. Does it feel like more people have been taken out for those kinds of violations in the last? Yeah, like, no, no, lately? it's been crazy. What, is it just because they're they cracking down? Yeah. Or is it just because it's it, people have been doing it more? They're very strict. They, the Adderall is it, the people get, they're getting, you're not allowed to take Adderall. They have a very strict wellness policy now. Why would you take Adderall? Well, I, uh, that's what Chad Damiani came on the show and said. People take Adderall for weight loss. Uh, I told, I get that. I get that. It, it speeds up your metabolism, and it's like I think they thought that was kind of a workaround for the wellness policy. <laughs> this for podcast turned into a yeah. inspiration. Anyway, whatever. Uh, good luck to congratulations to Paige on her engagement. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just I don't know. I, I can't help but feel like she's a little young and naive. Anyway. Uh, I mean, but, remember when you were young and you just wanted to marry everybody? Yeah, do you remember when I would just quit my job that made me millions of dollars a year just and to, you know. just propose to a 40-year-old guy with three kids? I mean, I, oh, man, I love that. Um, anyway, great. You remember your stepmom was Paige? <laughs> <laughs> she shows up, like, lurking my in the shadows. Was supposed to, Paige was my step, mom was supposed to pick me up from soccer three hours ago. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like Paige, would, the second she sees me, she would... She can kick my ass. Anyway, um, great. So, uh, 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 all right, next thing I want to move on to, I have oh, some other okay. stuff out of the ring, but I think we should get into the return of Goldberg. So, all right, listen, as a Jew, Goldberg means a lot to me, okay? The name Goldberg and, and, and toughness, I think people don't understand, like, growing up as a Jewish guy, to see a guy who's built like a linebacker, uh, and and his name is Goldberg, and he's a proud Jew, and he has a tattoo. Which we were talking about tattoos. He had that cool tattoo. Um, it, it did me. I, I did. It did. It was like I had a lot of pride in Goldberg, even though I was not a WCW guy. Was this the match? I'm going to sound like an idiot. Was yeah. this the match where Dean Ambrose turned like he put on a ref shirt? No. And then okay, sorry. No, sorry. No, this is guy Bill Goldberg. He uh, uh, who was like from the he's from the Attitude Era, and this is like his return. He's okay, forty nine. Tell, tell years me old. about him because I'm not super versed in. No, no, no. Him. He's just a jacked. He looks like he's the Jewish Jewish Stone Cold. That's a great way to describe <laughs> it. Uh, 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 but he came back, and I, I didn't really know what to think about it because I know, like, for years that he, for years he, like, he kind of was just. I know he didn't really like the business. He didn't get along with WWE when he came in, and by that time he showed up. You know, we were all speculating about him coming from WCW into WWE and how awesome that would be, and it kind of happened a little too late, and I wasn't really into it as much anymore. So I was really skeptical about his comeback. I was very into his WCW run when he was just running through jobbers and just, like, winning. He had the longest winning streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 cool. So that's everything. So he came back, and I was skeptical about it. And then he came back, and I thought he fucking nailed it. Taylor, you check it out. He I came do, back, I do. I need to. He, I thought he looked awesome. Now, obviously, the big thing was just like, is he still jacked? He's 49 years old. I'm just like, and he came out wearing a jacket, so he's pretty covered up. I'm eyeing up his width, you know, trying to see, <laughs> trying to see what he's got working under there. I'm pretty sure he's juicing to the gills, like, because you know, I was thinking about this. He's in 2K17, the the video game. So if we're going on the theory that like what happened with Sting, Sting came back because he was in the video game. If we're going off the theory that. 
when you're in the video game, it leads to your comeback. <laughs> then I think for a while he's known he's coming back, so I think he's been j- hitting the gym pretty hard. But I like yeah. fat wrestlers. Like, I, not fat, not even fat, but I like kind of tubby wrestlers. Like, isn't, was it, is it Grand Metalik that's like, he's a little good or something? Grand Metalik. And, and Asuka's got like a little belly yeah, going Asuka on. Has a you know belly. what I mean? And I just am like, yeah, that's cool too. You I know? don't mind that either. My thing is just that Goldberg was a monster. Like he yeah, came yeah. from the NFL. He was in perfect shape. So like it's part of his brand was being like a hulky, like a like a Batista built. Do you like over identify with that when you're like, okay, when I'm 49, I got my goal. You know what? It's like I I um I think I, I've said this to my wife before that like I think Jack Dad is such a cool thing. I think like when you it's like oh your dad's jacked. I think that's I think I think I have to do that. Like right yeah. now I'm kind of like I'm in like okay shape. I you know I lift you're in, and stuff. You're in great but shape, thank Dan. you, thank you, thank you, thank Dan, you. You're in wonderful. But I think shape. if I have a kid and like once they're like ten years old, I think I need them to see me as powerful. Interesting. <laughs> Was your dad jacked? No, not at all. Did, okay, so you need to have a jacked dad. Not at all. But I grew dad. up in this town that had like. We're, I grew up in this town called uh, my high my high school is called Herricks and there's no town of Herricks. It like intersects a bunch of other towns, uh-huh. so we like had like a mix of like socioeconomic sure, sure. backgrounds or whatever, and it all collided in this one high school. Yeah. and a lot of like the non Jewish kids they had like Jack dads, and I always thought that was pretty dope. <laughs> so this is a this is a Jewish that might be fetishizing something. Who is yeah, yes. who is jacked, and you're like you can do it. That's right. Here it is in I, front of me. I can be the thing, the dream I wish to see in the world. Or I feel like almost like I'm like so. Like, I'm, I feel like Donald Trump esque right now. Like I'm very divisive <laughs> right now. I'm very like putting people into their categories, and it's disgusting. What no, I'm doing. you're do- you're doing Just, the exact. You're, I, Dan, you're doing the exact opposite. You're taking two things that you really liked, jacked yeah. and dads, <laughs> combining it with your. Your illustrious heritage, and you're saying, "Hey, Goldberg is somebody that makes it possible." I see that in Bailey in a different way. Yes, I know, and we have to talk about your connection <laughs> with Bailey. We'll, we'll get to the meet her one day, actress. and I'm gonna um, freak out. I'm gonna like act, do something really shitty, like accidentally cut a lock of her hair and keep it forever. <laughs> I don't know. Ah! All right, we'll, we'll move on to that once I finish my last point about Goldberg. Please. He came back, and I thought he cut a great promo. I thought he was awesome in the ring. I thought he like. Uh, he 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 was uh he was just he was just cool he was very much like himself and uh i thought like he was when he was hitting a line that was clearly planned he leaned into it in a way that was like perfect uh a uh, 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 theater got me like charged up i love that at the end you know he's going to say you're next but then it was like oh he didn't even say you're next he said you're last it was like oh this is your your last match and the people went nuts for him they went insane. I even read online that they offered him a Legends contract right away. Whoa. And they're trying to like get him to wrestle at Mania already. But the, he couldn't even speak because oh of the Goldberg chance. Then he had his wife and his kid in the front row. And he like brought his kid in. And it was like, I'm your jack dad. Yeah, he was, I'm your jack dad. It looked awesome. He, he put him on his shoulder. 49 years old, my dad already had like two shoulder operations. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. He had like a hernia thing. But whatever. Uh, 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 yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah that's different. Can't it's different. I, I couldn't again. go on his shoulder. I couldn't even feed the oh. butt cheek on my dad's shoulder. He's too tiny. But you know, like, I, it was like very genuine, and you felt that like he was really. He was like, "I'm here. 
I did the video game to be like a superhero for the kids, and I can go around and promote the game. And then they asked me to do this match with Brock Lesnar, and I was like, you know what? Why not? I got my kid. My kid's here. My wife's here front row. It was so genuine, and it was so real, which is, you know, when you hit that work shoot element, when you hit that, it works real well. Now the question is, if he can look awesome in the ring, and he can hopefully he can juice his face off a little bit, take the HGH. He's already bald. It doesn't matter about the hair loss. Uh uh, and he'll look good. I think. I mean, I think it's gonna be. I, I'm excited. I'm excited about Goldberg. All right, sweet. They said he was the greatest WCW champion, by the way, which was uh, people online were uh, annoyed about that. And I think it's true. I think he was the greatest WCW champion. You could say Hogan, but I mean, I don't know. I consider Hogan WWF. Um, I, I'm open to your debate about oh, that. We yeah. can talk about that. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like I feel like I put. Hulk Hogan and the way I saw Hulk Hogan in a little time capsule because he kind of turned into a terrible monster that yeah. took down Gawker. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I kind of, I'm just like, Hulk Hogan now isn't real. I know. I, I keep him back in the in the precious parts of my mind I know. in the before time. I do all this stand up on Hogan, and like whenever I try to talk about his, you got a great stuff, Hogan. You got a great. Uh, Hogan. Oh yeah, thank you. And when I do it as Hogan, if I'm playing the character of Hogan in the shows, then people are down with that material. But when I try to do it just as me, if you mention that Hogan said racist stuff, the crowd is just like so bummed to lo- like they're so bummed about it. They don't. Yeah, I feel like they don't, don't even listen. It. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, your Hogan's great because he always kind of looks like he's just gently falling apart. Like, you know, like in Men in Black where the the guy's just like, it's just, he's just filled with a bunch of bugs. And so he's just a little like off as a human being. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's I great. know. I should get a better costume is what I'm hearing. Uh, no, stay like that. <laughs> no, no, it's great. I buy sideburns fish- and use them as his mustache. I just buy, <laughs> so and they good. always fall off. I like purposely don't put enough spirit gum on there so they fall off. <laughs> so I just think it's funny if Hogan's just falling apart. It's great. Yeah. You should please officiate my wedding. No. Uh, as, as, Hogan, as, as falling apart Hulk Hogan. I, I, I'm glad to do that. <laughs> um, great. So, and then, uh, uh, I also loved, he called, uh, Goldberg called Heyman a fat little stooge, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was also great like he was just great i i don't know I, I i did not expect it i really i don't know i didn't expect it his entrance is great his music does the the i i i got like douche chill I, well not chills i got like legitimate chills not douche chills now i'm forgetting the difference between douche chills and chills Wait, i got like goosebumps are, on his entrance chills what are douche chills? that's like when someone says something that's like so douchey that it's uncomfortable and you get like douche chills. You know what I mean? Like yeah. someone says something like so like misogynistic or something. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, like uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm it's like, like your uncle, and you can't say anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, My uncle is beautiful. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, great thing. I thought Paul Heyman sold this fight awesome in that segment. Like, Paul Heyman is just he's 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 great. All right, great. I love that you kept saying Bill about the- <laughs> All right, let's jump into the women's division because I feel like that's you. So Bailey, you played Bailey in our show. Our show that we do at UCB. The next yeah. one we're going to do, we're going to do one for the Royal Rumble here at UCB Theater mm. uh, in January. It'll mm. be dope. And uh, 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 Bailey, so what's your, how are you feeling about the women's division? And then we'll get into my Oof. my point about the women's division. I get, well, I was thinking about this uh, earlier because I was like, how can I be succinct about this? Uh, my, my heart's been a little bit broken since everybody moved up to the main roster. Like yeah. NXT had its moment where it was just like so 
fun and colorful and you know there was all the 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 iron man match between sasha and bailey and just all this stuff was just i mean it was it was in that era and then you also had like little little fun fringe characters like blue pants from the vaude villains and when the yeah. villains got moved up then they oh, you know they didn't pants. do i almost wore my blue pants shirt but instead i wear a shirt full of hair <laughs> <laughs> that's okay um because it was on clearance at WWE uh, shop. That, that shirt with hair? Blue pants. Oh, this one? <laughs> yeah. Can I sell this? Twenty four ninety nine. I really need money. Shirt Can somebody hair. please <laughs> pay for this shirt? Yeah. And you, yeah. Um, I know I'm talking. The audience is a bunch of really rich comedian wrestlers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's okay, super please rich. buy my shirt. Yeah. Um, well, DBS, he listens. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I really, uh, I, I don't, because I feel like. I'm mixed because it seems like, okay, on the one hand, like, Sasha's killing it. I'm really excited for that upcoming cage match. Um, not and, a cage match. Or not cage match, excuse me, with the... With the hell in a hell cell. Hell in a cell. I'm okay. so sorry. See, I, I say things wrong sometimes. Don't fuck up the branding, okay? Uh, with hell in a cell. Yeah, I'm no. really excited about that. And uh, also, like, I feel like Dana Brooke hasn't fought in a really long time, and she's starting to, and she's such a good, he- again, because she wasn't for a while, Can I bring right? this up she for one second? Because you're just bringing up Dana Brooke. She just wrestled against Bailey on yeah. Monday, and she won. Yeah. Uh, and I think she, I might be wrong here, but you're going to watch it. I think she botched the ending. So, uh, 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 um, she I, she banged Bailey's head against those, the, and like, Bailey's, like, got an injury now, right? And. I didn't see that. Does she have an injury? I think she reported that she had like a neck injury or something. Oh, I didn't see that. I know she was hurt for a little bit, but I, I, I Zig, look that up. But so then you could see at the end of the match, so he bangs her head yeah, on, yeah, and yeah. then Bailey, and then she hits her, and then she goes for a, uh, uh, she goes for a pin, and then looks to put her leg up on the rope to like for le- that yeah, yeah, classic yeah. leverage cheat, you know, and she misses it because she's like, I think I'm a little too short, so she like can't, doesn't hit the rope, so she just. Beats Bailey yeah. with just hitting her head, and I was like, and and I, I, I don't know if that was messed up or not. I, yeah. yeah, I think that I don't know for for me from the you know because I've just gotten back into wrestling for like a year yeah. and a half now or something, but I don't know. This is maybe the first time that I've ever really seen Dana Brooke fight because yeah. usually she's just kind of like the Stooge. hype man of yeah, she's <laughs> of, a heater. Yeah, yeah. of uh of of Charlotte, and then because they've got a riff going on now, right? Because they're not buddy buddy. Any is that is that right still? Like, because I think a month ago, I actually I actually don't. I think know. they're building that. They were it building feels that. Like they're for, building but that. right now she's like still. It feels like she's still. Because there was a, a triple threat yeah. match where uh, with the double pin. Yeah. Oh my god. And then um, was it Charlotte like hit Dana in the face and didn't say sorry or something when yeah. when uh when Dana was outside the ring and I was like oh what's what's gonna happen to this and then like the. Um, but I think since Bailey's moved up to the main roster, I feel like whenever I see her like uh, like pinned, she like just passes out, and it feels like she just seems like she has her eyes closed yeah. and she's just passed out, and it makes me be like, oh come on, come on. But I do like how since she's moved up to the main roster, she seems like she's just a little bit more goofy. You know, when she like came out in the, with the new day and she had like her unicorn horn on and everything like that, I feel like she's a little bit more goofy, and I like that. Yeah. So it kind of comes out a wash in terms of like, have my feelings changed for Bailey since yeah. she got moved up to the main roster? Because on the one hand, I know that they're building her up and stuff, but I just hate the fact that she keeps on losing. She still. It's nice though that she can be just passed out on the floor, or, like getting her ass kicked. What's happening? 
Oh, okay. This is adjusting your microphone. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Hi. I don't know if it'll be a problem, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry. I need to, yeah, everybody needs to hear my vocal fry more. <laughs> um, she can just be passed out or just, you know, like getting her ass beat and people are still chanting for her. So that makes me happy. Um, but she so does. You're I don't like the way that she's. I don't like the way that she's. You don't losing like Bailey lately. losing. You like when they're, they're building her up. So they give no, her. I don't. Few... I don't. I want to clarify. I don't like the way she's losing because yeah. I feel like when she loses, she just like kind of passes out cold, which is the way that when Oscar beat her, I think. She like passed out. She keeps like yeah, passing well, out, Asuka and it makes me submitted mad. her like three times or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's it seems like that's. I was watching the you know the triple threat match, uh, and she just like passed out, and I and I, I don't like it. But yeah. she is like a little bit more. She is like a little bit more goofy, and she has gotten back to her a little more of that super fan stuff. Where she's like, remember, yeah. it's like old times. Da 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 da. And you can yeah. see like Sasha's trying to keep in her. Uh, like giddiness, and she's like, "No, settle down, Bailey. Everything's like, yeah, you, you she's need to earn like it." The excited but... little girl, or yeah. something. I, I, yeah, I, I like, but I think kind of Bailey right now. She's a little bit like, uh, like they got her on ice, just being like, "Okay, well, wait." Like she's going to be involved in WrestleMania next year, and you know, I, I think right now it's like we're just doing the Charlotte Sasha thing. They're totally blowing out that feud so they can inject Bailey into it. And I think the next thing we'll see is Sasha Bailey. That'll be the next thing. I think Sasha will retain, and then we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, that'll be the next big feud because they could use to like rest Charlotte a little bit. Like she could still there be, it'd still be strong, but to give her back the belt right now, I think like they gotta. This is Sasha's second run; she's got to run with it. So my oh, thing yeah. with the my thing with the Divas division, what what annoys me, <laughs> women's division. Sorry, what what annoys me about like, the women's division, and, and Sasha did it again this week, and it actually mm. it wouldn't. They did this like one on one interviews talking about the Hell in a Cell. And it wouldn't bother me. I heard a little this, of this, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me in this context if it hadn't happened all other times. But mm-hmm. all right, I think they talk about the Divas Revolution too much. Like I feel like they're constantly talking about them making history and changing the title and just like how they main evented, and they're like talking about their they they speak about their accolades too much as opposed to just like having mm. great having just great in-ring matches like the, my point last week was that they just go like we main evented and you're like don't say that just main event okay do you know what i mean it's yeah like- yeah yeah. i hear what you're saying and i think that like this brings back to the original thing that like you had started mm-hmm. off the conversation with is that you don't know a lot of female wrestling fans right so for those that are Fact. just starting so so for yeah. you for somebody who's just like been mm. in it and you're super you know you you know everything about it right you don't need for that, that kind repetition. of context but for somebody who like for instance when we have sorry sorry so when it's fine uh when for instance i always try to have like my i try to pitch my lady friends why they should come over and watch wrestling, wrestling. Because you can see their eyes kind of glaze over, and they're like, "I don't want to watch like the diaper men." Honestly, like what yeah, are you yeah, trying yeah, to say? Yeah. And y- if you kind of say no, men. you have to understand there is like this is some historic shit that's happening like in this moment, and also like there have been some really cool think pieces that have come out just about how like women's division is economically and numbers wise like doing really uh, doing the uh, brand good yeah. right now. So you kind of I feel like from a practical standpoint. I'm a girl who, like, maybe watched some wrestling over at somebody's house, right. and I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. I want to tune in. 
for the newer audience, mm-hmm. I think they kind of need a little bit of context like that. And to be uh, to be fair, when I uh, did hear Sasha Banks talk about, you know, how it's the first Helena, did oh, I do I'm something just, wrong? No, oh, I thought you were making like little tiger claws yeah. <laughs> at me, and I was like, am I not supposed to talk about that? Dig, don't silence <laughs> Taylor. Sorry, guys. Okay, it was adorable though. Yeah. Um, when when I uh, was listening to Sasha Banks talk about how the Hell in a Cell, not the cage match, <laughs> yeah. um, was going to be, you know, historic and everything like that, it gave me a little like, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, cool. Um, so I personally appreciated it. So you, you right. So, and you like every time they mention it. Like you, as I guess you're saying, like as a as a woman, as a female wrestling Fuck yeah, fan. yeah, because you I like remember- that they keep reminding people like that. It, you just keep reminding like, hey, look what we did. Look, look what's going uh, uh Just being like, remember when this was called Divas Division? Like, keep reminding people of that. Almost you gotta like, just take the long, the long view of it because I remember being a little girl, yeah, and watching wrestle, you know, with with uh, Andre the Giant and everybody yeah. like that with my uncle, and then. I remember when I was like, oh, girls wrestle too. But yeah. they kind of all came out in lingerie. It's, it's yeah, a little yeah, like yeah. what NXT looks like right now. <laughs> You're just kind of like, what the fuck? All right, all right. Yeah, what women are in, in NXT right now? There's Amber Asuka. Moon. Oh, yeah, Amber Moon. And then one in Velvet. I forget her name. Yeah. I just call her Blue Velvet, but that's not her name. Yeah, and then yeah, everybody yeah. else, like I just called like Ferrari Jones. I don't know who that <laughs> is. I just like start making up names. I'm like, honestly... Yeah. What like again? That's why I like how Oscar's got like a little belly and stuff yeah. like that, and Amber Moon's just like a beast, and everybody else just looks like little whippets. And you're yeah, like, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope that you get interesting soon. Um, give you a chance. Like if Jake Jake Goldman, my, my one of my best friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. reminds me that when Alexa Bliss started out, she was kind of like that. And uh, which, by the way, I miss. Like Alexa Bliss seems to get buried now that she's gotten moved up. I don't like hear about her. I don't see her. I she's know on that, SmackDown. Like, I know she's, she's on SmackDown. She's fighting for the belt. She's but fighting for the women's belt. Wasn't it the last time she had a match, it got buried in like some other something or other? Well, I don't know. Be- her she last needs- match, Becky Lynch got uh, Becky Lynch got hurt, and then her match got canceled. Yeah. So, so she's fighting her in on November eighth on Election Day, which is they refuse <laughs> to acknowledge Election Day in wrestling. If they say November eighth, they won't mention that. Like they don't. I guess maybe somebody who's Democratic doesn't want the full Republican uh, <laughs> electorate of- vote. It felt All like fans are <laughs> Alexa Bliss when she, I mean, it's a big deal to, she's part of a trio and then she goes solo and I feel like she never got her moment in the sun, you know, she didn't get. Alexa? Yeah, I feel like she didn't. I think that it was just like, oh yeah, and then there's Alexa and everybody's on Raw and she's on SmackDown. It just feels a little step. I, like, I, I, I felt her. like when she was at her. NXT, yeah, I mean, it, 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 she's she's actually like pretty Predominant in the in the episode of SmackDown this week. I don't watch SmackDown. So yeah, yeah. I need to well, watch yeah, it. Maybe yeah, yeah. I'm like, what happened to her? And you're like, she's no, on a show. On I'm like, but I don't watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's only on SmackDown <laughs> right now, so that's why you're missing her. But she's uh, the, my whole thing with Alexa Bliss. She's good. I just think her. She just uh, she's she. I mean, she caught a promo that I really hated this week about Cinderella. It was like a mapping. She's like mapping Cinderella to like her thing with Becky Lynch, like being like, your Cinderella story and it was like this glass slipper is not oh, gonna God. shake or, like it was really like oh, corny uh, oh, I think oh. that's also like my problem with Alexa Bliss is that she's a little unfocused gimmick wise I just like that she just can be such a like a good heel she yeah she definitely comes off as like heel. a classic like asshole I I, I, I I like that about her I just think it's a little bit like 
That's kind of what the Bella's gimmick was. Yeah, like, it's like, I, I think she could refine it a little more. Like, they called her the Harley Quinn for a little bit, and I was like, That's weird. what is that don't about? And then that. she had the Harley Quinn hair, and I was don't like, do that. That's no good. No, 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 no. Uh, she's like a cheerleader. Harley Quinn's ruined for a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gym- she's like a gymnast. I don't know exactly what to do with her except for being like, Maybe acknowledging that she's small. I, I, I'm not sure. What, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what to do with her, but she's, she's a, little. a little unfocused. Um. Oh. 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 But I was gonna say, if you take the long view, I remember just watching, trying to watch women's wrestling as part of WWF back in the day, and just kind of being a little disappointed as a little kid, and just being like, I don't understand. Yeah. Am I watching like scrambled Cinemax or am I watching WWF? And yeah, then definitely as it this the moment that we're in right now is an entire brand and then it's just happened in what the last year that they've started to put women's wrestling on par with men's and yeah. i think that it's just kind of like will they always remind people how historic it is no but why are they doing it right now because it's important it's in, it's like it's worthy yeah. and also i think that from my understanding there aren't there might be like one writer like one girl writer and all of that. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I never thought. Of, I never thought of who's in the. I can. Who's I don't. I can't imagine that any women write for WB. Well, when Mazzani went to yeah. went to write for it, he was like he he was like, hey, just so you know, they don't have. I don't think they have like any girl writers doing that. Yeah. So you also you know have to look at it like that. Is the people writing it? Do they feel like you yeah. know that you know it's not women? It's not. What the women are saying coming out of their mouths isn't written by yeah. women, so there's like another level. Yeah, but I would say just take the long view of it. And uh... oh yeah, I'm, I'm saying that to do it. What, what I'm saying is that okay. of course the attitude era, all the bikini matches and what and like lingerie matches was like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Especially in hindsight, you look at some of the women who were like great wrestlers who had to like who had had to do it. It's it's yeah, like I, I totally. And when they made it to women's title, I was like, this is great. I, I, my whole thing is just a minor thing of just like they're doing such great work, and I watch the women. I get really excited for the women's matches, you know, especially like Sasha, Charlotte, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and I just kind of get it's like oh, we just have to keep repeating it. It mm-hmm. kind of just feels like a little. It's like you're doing great. It's almost to me starting to feel like hey, like let's just talk about I, we're we're, uh, we're we're dumbing down how what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like almost. But also, it's a, you made a great point. That is that like you made a great point. That's is uh, is that like I'm a super fan of wrestling, you know. So I'm seeing it, and you're saying for the casual fan who's tuning in, or for the we, new we, the new audience that the that right. the new women's division is bringing and in. And if it's attracting new women wrestlers, mm-hmm. it's like oh, we need to keep laying this out, and we keep needing to lay this groundwork, and we need to fight the extreme with the extreme. Yeah. So that is a that's a good point. Yeah, All right, thanks. fair, fine, fine. <laughs> Fine. All right, let's move on. Cool, so, a couple cool. things about uh, 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 let's keep going about Raw because, uh, like, I think actually SmackDown was like a uh, SmackDown was like a dud this week, except for the Ellsworth stuff, which I dug a lot. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, so that uh, again, Chris Jericho is doing some great work. Uh, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you, uh, just, you just made the the made the list stuff. I'm just yeah. I want to. Uh, I feel like he didn't. They only said it. I think one time. So that was good. I think last week was like four times. So it's good that they're they're trying to give it some more longevity. Uh, and then, how do you think about Seth Rollins calling Chris Jericho Sparkle Crotch? Do you enjoy that? <laughs> I, I yeah, I think I enjoy anytime somebody is called Sparkle Crotch. <laughs> I love that shit talk. I think that anything you know lobbed at Jericho's way is 
is like completely deserved. Yeah. Um, and uh, but the one thing that I don't know if I truly wholeheartedly believe is like Kev- Kevin Owens and Jericho's like buddy Friendship. buddying up. I don't believe it. They're best friends. You don't believe it. No, I don't you don't believe, believe it. it in a way. What do you mean by you don't believe it? You don't believe it in a way where you think they're 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 not doing a good job of selling the friendship, or you think it's like, ooh, it's clearly this is like a, I, a I, back. I, like, I feel like for a couple back. of things, I feel like I can see the seams where they might they're like building it to you know a rift in the future. I yeah. can see it. Well, that definitely is going to happen. Yeah, and also I think that maybe it's just like the knowledge that everybody knows that like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are best friends in real life. Yeah. I don't believe Kevin Owens is being like a heel anyway. Yeah. He just seems like a like the the fun guy that like, you know, I made you, I knew you needed a spare set of keys. Like he just, you yeah, know, yeah, he's yeah. just like the 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 helper buddy. <laughs> he's like your helper friend. And also from a fashion standpoint, I don't think a man who Good, wears basketball shorts right. as a staple would be friends with somebody who wears like a man bun esque scarf. Yeah, he's just like a French, <laughs> like yeah, he's like a like painter. a French yoga teacher <laughs> yeah. off duty. Who's That's just gonna... true. They have an odd friendship, but they have the Canadian bond. And, and Canada is that has what a, they do in Canada? Weird... Is that how it works? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's got to be like people who are like Seth Rogen Canadians, and then there's like the f- real French Canadians. <laughs> so I bet they are friends a little bit, right? Okay, okay. So if I'm <laughs> Canadian, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, those are my people. That's a good representation of the the scope and scale of Canada. I kind of, I kind of, yeah, I, I know. Uh, I love, uh, yeah, I love. I love the stereotypes of Canada. I, I think I think that you brought up a good point. Like, what if that'd be funny if Jericho started to try to dress Kevin Owens because they like put Kevin Owens in a in a yeah. suit. But like that would be great if they like they're trying to they had like a little bit of a thing where it's like, all right, hey, we're going to the ring. I think you're dressed a little sloppy. You're the champion, you know? Like, right? Try to give him a scarf. I think that I give mean, him he, one of his. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that would be fun. But I, I like what they're doing there. I mean, I think it was like kind of just. Um, uh, yeah, I th- uh, a lot of serviceable, prom- serviceable promos. I like the match between Jericho and Rollins. I like that he, cu- he did a- caught the code breaker and then went, went into a pedigree. Yeah, I think I thought that was really dope. Uh, cool. Uh, did Did you watch the Rusev segment where he was like he was uh, showing his family? I watched like the hi- I, did I, w- I watched like the highlights of it. I yeah, so Rusev did a thing where it was like the Rusevs, and he was like. I don't even know why he was doing it. Oh, he did it because of Roman Reigns. He's feuding with Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns is like the Samoan legacy. So he put like the Rusevs and did, did like, and like did a, basically went through his family, his immediate family tree, and like was just explaining. Like, he's showing pictures of his mom and talking <laughs> about like how great his mom is and stuff. It was like very uh, weird. I really, I really enjoyed Rusev. He's become just like a yelly. <laughs> it just, he just like yells. At the crowd, like one thing is, he was like, he's like cartoonish, but it's like fun. He said they're in Colorado, so he was like, I didn't know they legalized stupid in this state, which I thought was like, I think was like a pot joke. I think it was like a marijuana joke because it's like pot's legal in Colorado, but uh, but he can't even reference that. I mean, I thought this thing was all right. Uh, he and then he said a line that I I think, unless I misheard it. I think it was, this is one of my favorite wrestling lines I've heard in a long time. He said, 
you can disrespect. Right, right. So Roman Reigns came out and started like talking shit about his family, and he's like, "You can disrespect my family all you want, but you can't disrespect me." Like that's where he drew the line. You know, most people say like, "You can disrespect me all you want, but you can't disrespect yeah, 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 my family." No. He's like, "You can disrespect my family, but you can't." That's like I thought one of the dopest heel lines <laughs> I'd ever heard. Because it's a thinker. He's literally talking shit about his mom. <laughs> and I don't know if he just bought... The other thing I was thinking is, like, did he just did he just say it backwards by accident? Like, I don't know, but... He was so in character that he just, like, it organically yeah. flowed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he meant to say that. Anyway, uh, Roman Reigns was atrocious in this segment. He had two... two uh, you know, I mean, we talk about how terrible it is. He's terrible. But he had two terrible jokes in here. One joke that was, like, talking about calling... Nine one one. I don't even remember the joke. It was so forgettable. And then he made a reference being like, your family looks like dogs. Like, he, they were t- he had, like, the family dog up there, and he was just like, yeah, the best-looking one of the bunch is the dog. And it's like, you're so corny. You're so oh, dad, terrible. Dad. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. I love a dad joke. Uh, what else happened on Raw? Dana Brooke had that botched leg roll thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's a couple things in the show that I'm not sure mm-hmm. if they were supposed to go like that. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, like, she accidentally... T- Took a win off Bailey, a clean win off Bailey, a semi clean. I guess she hit her head on the, the metal. And then cruiserweight division. I fast forwarded this match. I, uh. I I felt bored. I, I was excited to see Goldberg, and I fast forwarded through. It and T.J. Perkins is a dud. What? You think so? I think he's a dud. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think in ring. Yeah, great, great in ring talent. He's great in the so ring. So bad. He's, That's true. He's got the charisma of a. I said it of a floor. Uh, I think he, yeah. There definitely are people that have more charisma and cruiserweight than TJ. I just like how he's like, he has this like, it's like a b-boy approach to fighting. And yeah. it's just like, I just, I just love watching him. I like that. And for me, it doesn't matter that I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get to your thing. <laughs> like yeah, it doesn't. But he's a little like I don't know like I, I liked him in the cruiserweight classic. I just feel like he's not over with the crowd. They don't like him at all. Mm. They don't pop for him at yeah. all. That cru- he's making the cruiserweight belt like very forgettable. I, and the cruiserweight oh. be- belt is new. It's new, so it's like it's 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 uh it's uh it's new. So I think that like it, it needs some time to grow. But I think if Rich Swan had the belt or like. Cedric Alexander, one of those guys. I think it would have yeah, already yeah, yeah, been yeah. a bigger thing on the show. Yeah. I think he's failing to connect. Uh, well, maybe uh, they're the just promo. kind of like building to it because I know that his the way that when the how he won was kind of it was that that uh, the whole what season, however you call it, it was it had like three huge upsets, right? In order for him to win. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he because he beat Kota Ibushi, mm-hmm. who was supposed to win, but he's uh, awesome. Yeah, great yeah. hair, great hair. Oh yeah, I mean. In general, Japanese hair. I, so I love good. it. I wish I had. I wish I had. You can like, have it. You can flat iron your hair and make it be, work. That would be a lot of work. That would be a lot. Of, that would be. Hey, like, I, I, I have a friend. You gotta I, suffer. He's a, a friend. He's not. Um, he's not Japanese. Uh, I don't want just because I don't want to listen to them to be like, I. <laughs> you thought I was Japanese, not Japanese, but he like his hair is it's black. He's an Asian dude. He's black. His hair's black, like, you know, like natural color black. Sure. But it has like a green hue to it. Like if he walks by a light, as it, you can see, it's like, oh shit! It's oh. like it'll look like full on green. And I was like, that, I was like, dude, that's the, your hair is like right out of fucking uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, like yeah. I love it. And I was like, how do you do that? He's like, well, I have to bleach it all blonde, and yeah. then dye this. I was like, 
but just to go back to your natural color with like a little tint, that that's too much work for my look. I would I would never. I, I don't you think look, I could do you it. You could pull it off. You could totally yeah. pull it off. You could. You could. Do I've really like boxed that. myself in a corner, style-wise. Where if I do anything, if I do anything that's like extreme, people will be like, "What? What's going on with you? What's, what's go- the thing that you wish you could get away with? The number one thing you? I've wish you I've could branded get away myself with. as like too sensible of a guy, fashion-wise, to ever branch out that way. What is the one thing I could do? Because I tattoo. Like I would love. I would. I would love to. I would love to have a full sleeve. Like I. I think the full sleeves look fucking dope. I, I just I don't I, I don't have the I don't I don't know it's just it's too much effort to plan it I don't like I don't want to be in like a half stage where I just have the, like you said just like two tattoos you know you can like go to a place like if you have yeah. a good designer you can just be like look this is what I want man I don't even know and then they come up with it you don't have to be like I want to fish like yeah. they can just design something for you that you don't even need to it sounds yeah be like yeah. here's what i here are the top 3 things i like you know like milk uh, rollerblading <laughs> and wrestling and they'd be like i get you i think that if i i just i don't know if i would like a tattoo long enough and again it contradicts my other thing is that when you have a sleeve it doesn't matter it's like oh it's just he's got a full arm of it mm-hmm. i would love randy orton's just like full skull <laughs> i don't want to i was like full skull i don't know where i would get i think if you see me with a full t- sleeve tattoo on t- tattoo sometimes you, you, you see me in a distance like the end of like dark night rises like at the cafe <laughs> you're like oh man he like figured himself out you like he do, got like, his tattoo a full you know sleeve, what i mean <laughs> dark green hair yeah and then what else? Oh, Jack Dad. This is your dad Jack goals. Dad. Your Jack your Jack Dad goals are full sleeve, dark black ish yeah. green hair, and just like put put the kid on like just one handed on the shoulder and be like, here we go. I love it. To fight crime. I know, I got I, yeah, it, it, yeah. You're right. Everything you're saying is correct. I see it. You uh, can do it. All right. Back enough about me. Back into the uh, yeah, I think that's really everything about Raw. And then SmackDown, I mean, SmackDown, I thought SmackDown was like a dud this week. Week, Like, I, I I watched it, but I was a little bit just like everything was. And, and also, they're in that moment where they're like, it's it's the Raw's time for the pay-per-view. Like, mm-hmm. like that's where Raw's more exciting because it's yeah. right now leading up to Hell of Cell. I think that's where we're going to go. It's going to be like turns. It's going to be like taking turns. Like, okay, now we're leading up to No Mercy, so SmackDown's cooler. Um yeah, I mean, there was some stuff good in it that was all right. I mean, Carmella had some pretty decent digs on Nikki Bella. I liked her, like, bringing up John Cena. I don't know if she fully pulled it off. I think Carmella's gimmick is, like, a little too far for me. Like, it's, like, so Staten Island that it's, like, I don't know. It's, it's a little it's a little tough. I think that I liked my favorite time for Carmella was when she and Bailey were fighting. And they're like, because we're friends. And... They they both kind of brought out the they balanced the happy go lucky feeling yeah. together. But when Carmela's just kind of on her own, because when she was part of her trio, yeah. like that made sense because yeah. they were so over the top and crazy. But when you take her outside of that, it just it does. It feels a little it's like much. It, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like too over the top. It's like not. It's like oh, all right, you're just doing like a voice, and like I don't know. It almost feels like when like Kofi was like a Jamaican guy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, uh-huh. yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, I think like whatever. There was a couple. There was just like some weird shit on the show. Like for no reason, they had like uh, uh, Natalia like was like quoting Whitney Houston lyrics to Daniel Bryan. It was like. 
I don't know. And then like Kane and uh, uh, Bray, uh, Randy Orton opened the show with like such a boring promo. And then Bray Wyatt was in a casket, and you're like, why is he in a casket? That's like Undertaker's thing. Okay, he's in a casket because I guess he's spooky. But then later on, it was like, oh, Kane is going to pop out of the casket. That's the only reason there was casket. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can't have something for the only reason it's going to happen is because like of the ending. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All that, I, I don't know. The Orton thing, I'm not excited about. Okay, so the one good thing about SmackDown is the James Ellsworth. Um, James Ellsworth thing. Do you know James Ellsworth? He's this, okay. James Ellsworth, no, no, no. This is a very specific thing. James Ellsworth is, uh, <laughs> he's like this jobber. He's a guy who came in to fight Braun Strowman and just lose instantly. He's this yeah, like, yeah, yeah. guy who's like, ugh, how do you describe him? He's like this weakling uh, with like this bleach blonde hair. He's like, kind of looks like oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. he's yeah he's like this little tiny guy and he's like they brought him in just to lose to Braun Strowman but he said like any man with two hands is a fighting chance and it really like stuck with everyone so they've done this segment I thought this segment was awesome he won last week because Ambrose was the guest referee that's what that's okay that's the match that I saw a little highlight from that was silly yeah and then they went this time so I thought this was like a great like I don't know if you will like a second beat almost of the first thing where it's like okay Basically, because of Ambrose's interrupt, AJ Styles loses to Ellsworth. Uh, and then Ellsworth wins a title shot. He had this title shot. And then it was like, Ambrose, he said, you can't be the referee. So he was the timekeeper and the ring announcer. And he had all these things that were like making me. I, I was laughing at this. He he had like, oh, we got to take a commercial break. Yeah, he kept yeah, dinging yeah. the bell. He was like talking about WWE shop. And then he was he got on the microphone and talked about Toyota Corolla that was like misparked, and like he was inter- he was like interrupting AJ, and then eventually AJ Styles beat the shit out of Ellsworth so bad that he got DQ'd. So <laughs> Ellsworth won beat AJ Styles two weeks in a row, not for the belt. So I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I thought uh, uh, they had this great moment. I thought it was great, but they were just both Ambrose is outside the ring, AJ's in the ring. AJ keeps throwing Ellsworth out of the ring, being like, this guy doesn't belong in the ring. And Ambrose keeps throwing him back in. And you forgot this was a person. They were tossing this guy like a like a rag doll, just like just being like, all right, like just back and forth back. This guy must had to get some like brain damage from this fight. There's I love it when they draw more attention to the role of the ref. Like if you look at Shinsuke Nakamura's yeah. Instagram, it's just it's just Nakamura obsessed yeah. with the ref's eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's he's like he's the king of strong eyebrow, and yeah. I love that. Uh, and so you know, I didn't get to see the whole match, but watching the highlight where Dean was like, "I'm the ref now," and so now yeah. he's just not only is he jeans, but he's also like he now he just looks like he works at Foot Locker. Yeah, no, I know with the, the with the stripe, like a high school drama kid working at Foot Locker. I'm not a big Ambrose fan, but I thought he was funny in this segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you should watch this match because it's okay. uh, it's like. Uh, it's like a really good. It's a funny skit. I thought it was like a good sketch. I think it's weird. the only my only like slight gripe, but I don't know. It's fine because like because like I said, SmackDown's the lull show right now. Like it's about Raw. Right. They have that. It's like AJ Styles is so great that like does he need to be in these like goof goof segments? But it's fine. I'll forget about this. I'll be like I laughed at that, and then they'll put him in a good feud after, and it'll, like and Cena will come back, and it'll be fine. Uh, I think I think it was great. Uh, the one. <laughs> They kept saying because this guy has like no chin, he's got like a really weird chin, and he's kind of like it was, he he looks like a rescue dog. 
Yeah. But like one that you don't, you have regrets getting and you kind of just have to repeat to everybody yeah. that it's a rescue dog because that's the only thing that keeps you from giving it away. I think that's totally a fair analogy. Like James Ellsworth's like a rescue dog. I kind of felt like bad when they were like, the announcers just kept ripping on his chin, but he clearly had like an operation on it. Like he's oh, got no. like a scar or whatever. I don't know. He's got like a cleft chin or something. Like I don't know how to describe it. And they keep he's, saying like yeah. he gave a super kick and they called the no chin music. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, you know what? Look, like, to be fair, I was laughing at it, but I was like, wow, there's like completely. This is like, there's no sensitivity towards this guy at all. But at the same time, like, I don't know, it was, I don't know, the segment was awesome. I dug it. Uh, cool. Let uh, last last thing I'll say. Talking smack the show. Oh, is, I have not okay. seen talking. Look, smack. there's a lot of content. There's a lot of content. We go through it. The, it's a it's kind of a bummer because Talking Smack is one of the most enjoyable watches. Of, oh, all right. Of wrestling, so it's basically like a half hour of just Renee and Daniel Bryan talking about SmackDown, and then they have like the wrestlers pop in, and it, I think they do it like live right when the show ends, and um, uh, uh, always something happens that's cool. My one beef, my one small gripe with the show is like Daniel Bryan. Now that he's not wrestling, he's hit that thing where, like, The Rock had where, like, we loved The Rock when he was, like, the people's champion. And he said he wore, like, $5,000 shoes. And he was, like, in character being, like, don't touch The Rock. And, like, he was speaking the <laughs> third person and, like, talk about how he has the best haircut and, like, all that stuff. He had the ridiculous confidence. And then when he started getting famous, he started being, like, removed from it and yeah. just being, like, I'm The Rock. And, like, now he's what he is now and we accept it. But it's still less fun than he was when he was, like, the suit-wearing rock, like the people's champ. Daniel Bryan's hitting that territory now where he's, like, not – he's a little bit detached. But he speaks – he does interviews with the wrestlers, and and it's, like, a little confusing for the wrestler mm-hmm. who's, like, full-on in character. And then he kind of, like, goes in and out of being the commissioner and just being, like, a guy who's removed from wrestling. Mm. So there's a little bit of detachment there. They need a I, coach. They need a coach. Yeah. They, need, I don't, you, they, they need you to give notes at the top of these uh, segments and be like, listen, do you have your five things in your pocket? Definitely. Do you have your secret? Do you, yeah, exactly. They need, and they'd be like, you need to make uninterrupted eye contact. <laughs> For five minutes. For five minutes to get into character. But, like, I still think, like, Daniel Bryan, I know he's, like, the GM, but I think Mick Foley does a better job at the GM as, like, staying in that role. So, I don't know. It's a small thing. He's, like, always, like, kind of smiling and, like, breaking a little bit. Okay. Now, that being said, there is a nice role that Daniel Bryan has. Like, Baron Corbin came on, who's a guy that I'm starting to appreciate. Really? Yes, yes. Baron Corbin looks like, definitely looks like a like a high school drama student. <laughs> Like, the way that wow. he walks out, he looks like he's going to deliver a soliloquy from the Crucible. Yeah. He's a guy, like, when he goes back, he's, like, a complete drama queen. But when he go- Monologue from what, the Crucible. When he, like, is on stage, he's, like, such a... He's, like, straight up, like, in character and, like, seems tough. But then he's, like... That, that, I, can I see really that. just want to write. And he's, like... He's, like... I feel like the drifter in him could, like, go out for Boba or something. That's great. Well, the Boba Fett movie? <laughs> oh, maybe that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And cry, uh, and cry the, the whole time. The expanding universe. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. Uh. Well, no. It's just things like Baron Corbin. He came out and he, and he his whole thing is like he's the lone wolf, and he's really leaning into this angle of like I have no friends here. I'm just here. He said I'm here just to make money, which is 
I love it. I love when wrestlers go, I'm here to make money. Like, I think that's like, I think like sometimes. And it, this was my best idea how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it just being like, I was, uh, when I was a lineman, like that was done. And I'm like, how do I make money? He's like, I got it. He's what he said. He's ripping on Daniel Bryan. He's like, I, I got into WB with one phone call. He was like, what did you do? You wrestled 10 years for hot dogs? <laughs> that's what he said. He's like, you wrestled 10 years for hot dogs in, like, basements? And I was like, oh, that's like, I, I loved it. I was just like, yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'm out here. I just beat a champion in, in, in like, five minutes. It was true. He beat Jack Swagger in, like, like two seconds. Uh, I thought that, it, I was like, oh, this is, this is great. And Daniel Bryan was like, all right, well, when you get as good as me, when you have accolades like I do. And they had a really nice time. Where I was like, oh, Daniel Bryan was tapping into, like, it's cool that the GM is like so is not that far removed from being a wrestler. Like we almost remember him. Like he's mm-hmm. he, didn't, he only wrestled like two years ago. Where it's like, and he has such a specific underdog story that other wrestlers come on and connect to his story yeah, and relate yeah, yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. And compare themselves. I think that is. Uh, I, I really enjoy the storytelling of that and in the comparison there. Now, Barry Corbin, he's a little rougher on the edges. Definitely could use to shave that head. Uh, Not wet enough. Yeah, yeah, he's too wet. Uh, he could use it, you know, he could do a little steroids. I'd be fine with it. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I think he might, I don't know. He's kind of like my Cinderella pick to be like a big, to, to be like a big guy in the company. I, I just love how there's just a runner through this conversation about who needs to do steroids, yeah. who hasn't done them enough in order to be a, a good dad. To be a, I mean, Baron Corbin, if he was my dad, he's tall enough, he's big enough. I think I could sit on his shoulder. The sh- he passes the shoulder test, uh, the sit-on-shoulder test. This is like this is what we have in common about wrestling is that what we're looking for is just good influences. <laughs> Definitely. And look, I've checked all my boxes here on everything that happened this week. So, uh, so, uh, Taylor, anything specifically about wrestling that you have that's just a general thing about mm. fashion, what you like, what you dislike? Because I'm really enjoying your lens on what you're picking oh. up on. But you might have hit it all. You might have hit it all. I just would like to know. Oh, man. Um, okay. Here are some things that I'm interested in. I just, I really want to talk to the fashion designers. I feel like if somebody said, Taylor, here, you can have a podcast, what would it be? And I'd be like, a podcast? What's that? And I'd get, I'd be like, I just want to talk to the fashion designers and like the straight, like seamstresses of, of the people yeah. that make these outfits. Um, they they really are like, like the Charlotte's hero. capes are yeah. just like what is that? Like sometimes they're just like crazy feathers, and then it's like glitter, and I those are it. tough to make. You know what I mean? Like I watched this documentary one time about the New York Ballet. And oh yeah, I saw that one. Oh oh really? No. <laughs> no. Which one? I saw. Yo, um, no, they were talking about how Black because Swan? of the performance. Yes, the document, yeah. the famous documentary, Black Swan. Black Swan. Yeah. Uh, how when you're per- like active costumes can rip and shit. Yeah, and I can't think of a match in in history where a costume is ripped. I mean, on I'm sure. Accident. It, I'm sure it's happened, but it, it, but it's like not happening that much. Splitting, you know. It's also, not- oh, here's something fashion wise. I'm always like, what the fuck is like the abstract on the diaper men? There are tons of abstract assholes. They're just big circular buttholes on a uh, lot. They, like, okay. Yeah, oh, man, does, does Sami Zayn have one? If you just look on their butts, a lot of times it'll be like something that looks a oh, little like this. Oh, I know what you're this. talking about. They give them like a taint patch. They give them, yeah, it's like <laughs> this, like like a bullseye on their asshole. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, 
What is that? Can are you looking up Sammy? Yeah, well, how, how does that help the butt? costuming? It, it must help with some kind of stretch element. I think he's the one I'm talking about. No, it's a graphic. It's just like a graphic, and I feel like a lot of the short shorts have like, but have like they look like buttholes. I can think of three. I can't think of the people, but that's something that I think about a lot. You're like <laughs> you think about it a lot. I think about it a lot. I'm like, oh man, I want to get wait. In so you say salad? Yeah. Well, did you? Yeah, like Sammy Zayn kind of has it. See how he has like it's just like this weird. It looks, listen, does this say something about me that I interpret that? That's a bad picture because it looks like it's on the side of yeah, his butt. Yeah, I can't butt. see what you're talking about. But it's just... just like, it looks like a, you know, have something else besides a circle so I don't have to think about open asshole every time there's a match. Or maybe that's the point. I, or maybe I, I need to this. bring it up in therapy. I don't know. I, uh, I, uh, I've texted uh, uh, Ziggler before mm-hmm. about his parents. <laughs> because... And by the way, he, he wore my favorite that? pants, his SummerSlam pants. He wore them on SmackDown, which I appreciated. There's a pair of pants that I was like, if you give those to me, I will wear them to do stand-up. Uh, 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 and uh, he's not agreed to give them to oh, me. Oh, I'm, I'm still trying but to But he make... said he has a pants guy. He was like, I, I got a pants guy. But I, I, he, I, I didn't go too far into it because I try not to mark out too hard when yeah, I'm like, talking to him. Yeah, your know? guy? But I'm like, is it, is it like through WWE? But it kind of made me feel like he's got like a guy who makes his pants for him. Is it optional? Like, do you have your separate person? Because my mom was a fitness competitor for a little bit. Yeah. And she talked about like the, the you know, when you're doing the bikini shit or whatever, yeah. you get it from like custom made. From a person, and yeah. they're like, "We all know the lady. Her name is Harris. Yeah, and she loves rhinestones, and you, and also everything's glued to you. That's something else that she told me. Yeah, but in wrestling, it can't be like that. Like, it's uh, glued. Some of the stuff it's... the Miz wears is like so dope. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I probably, if I was ever like a, if I ever like was had no, <laughs> I don't know. I had no like shame at all. I'd probably wear something like that, like the Miz. <laughs> this like... is this is adding to this alter ego of yours that I the really cool think dad. you should build on. That is just cool dad with like dressing like the Miz and just okay. And then one more thing I want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. is cool when um, more live music intros, more live music intros. Did you see Nakamura's? Yeah. Intro at at Takeover Brooklyn too. Yeah, with that, the violinist. Yeah, that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that was great. We need to do more live. And you're music a big Shinsuke intro. fan, right? I am a big yeah, yeah. Shinsuke fan. Yeah, I, I like Shinsuke a lot. I just I I I don't love his in ring wrestling, and mm. people think I'm crazy. Mm. I I don't connect with the strong style stuff. I don't think it's the different. knees. I don't think the knees look great. I think, uh, uh, but but I appreciate Shinsuke. Like I, I understand the appeal of Shinsuke, and I, I I would like him up on the main roster soon. Uh, but yeah, I agree with the violin. Like they do it at Mania, they'll always at like Sting. The last time I remember live music besides the Shinsuke thing, but on like a WWE event was Sting had the drums at WrestleMania 31, oh. which was really was really weird. They had like Japanese drum team or something, or uh, I, I, yeah, but. Live music is awesome. Like they used to have, like the DX guys would play the DX song, and you had like I think POD. They sing, which is like just classic. What wrestling? Yeah, like when you think what I'm trying to tell my female friends is yeah. what wrestling is not. Yeah. Is what 
it's just it's still what part of wrestling is like yes. you can't escape that when Batista comes back Saliva still sings his theme song oh my god it was so because NXT was so great you used to be able to just bring people over who didn't know what was up and then just it was such a good show and now it's just like uh, this isn't what it is this isn't what yeah, it is I don't, sorry, I don't really watch NXT right now yeah, I, 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 just because there's a bunch of other stuff I don't watch it I, I, try, I try to well when Smack when like they started Smackdown now it's just like to talk about this stuff, like I get nervous when we're like, "Oh, you want to like let's talk about wrestling?" It's yeah. like, "Okay, do you want to talk about five shows at once?" Because that's know. what it is. I know it's a lot to keep up with. It's you know, and some people are bringing it up. Like, it, it, I think that there is a little bit of like almost like with this election, like the voter fatigue. There is definitely like mm-hmm. wrestling fatigue happening with my friends, where they're like, Hi, I'm, "I'm missing it this week." Like, people are falling. You're behind. Always missing it. I was at yeah. I was on a shoot the other like a couple weeks ago, and somebody was like. Oh yeah, did you watch the last SmackDown? And I was like, I don't really watch SmackDown. I'm watch like Raw and NXT. Yeah. Oh wait, but before I said that, he's like, his like face fell, and he was like, Oh, I thought you liked wrestling. I'm like, I do, but I have a life. I can't watch no. like what was it like a couple? You know, if you get into it, man. I think one weekend I watched a total of like 24 hours of it, and it did like voter fatigue. I was just like, okay. Yeah. I think like I think there's I think there's that and I think also this is a this is actually a time of year where notoriously I will like kind of like half watch a little bit. But because uh, 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 I get ready for the like rumble. Like once it's road to WrestleMania, like I'm in, I'm watching yeah. I'll watch it. We got twice. tickets to to NXT live here That's and I'm I'm a little regretting it. I don't know if I'll be able to like love it because it isn't the NXT that I bought the tickets for. Yeah, no, I still think dude. it'll be a good show. It'll I mean, be, for, still it'll be a, worth it for Oska and Shinsuke. Yeah, you'll see Asuka, Shinsuke, Joe, Bobby Roode. Like there's enough mm-hmm. guys there. Uh, uh I don't like Samoa Joe. You don't like Samoa Joe? No. I, I love Samoa Joe. He's a little too much of a diaper baby. Um, no, because he wrestles at like basketball shows. No, I know, but he still is like one of those guys no. who's like, he's very much like a wrestler. I feel like he's too many things. Like he's from SoCal and he's Samoa. It's just like the brand is a little skewed, although he is a great heel, you know? Yeah. But like one time he was like talking shit backstage and he had like this huge ingrown hair here. You didn't like it. And I was like, somebody tell him or is that <laughs> part of his thing or does he have any friends that'll be like, here, come here, I'll help you out with that. Like, cause that is, yeah. or put some makeup on it if you don't like to be, yeah. if you're a dude that doesn't like to get poked that way. It's like, come on, Samoa Joe. NXT is And all- I can't stop thinking about like, what does he smell like? I don't think about that with anybody else. <laughs> you know? And I don't think it's good. I don't think it could be. I, it pro- I don't think it, most of these guys smell that good. Maybe but Shinsuke that's the one I think about the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that, sh- you know, I'm not saying that Shinsuke, because he wears all that vinyl, so I'm sure it, <laughs> you know, it's just, it smells like a a hole in a bowling ball yeah. a, like <laughs> Alley and Eagle Rock. I think the smell is uh, of wrestling. It's why you watch it on the TV, you know? The smell of wrestling. We'll start getting like TVs that you can smell through. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. We went to a uh, 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 taping of Lucha Underground one time. Oh, yeah. I went to one also. Oh, man. Yeah. That was nice. That was very I can't insane. go back. You can't go back. Yeah. After watching that live. You're like, what? Everything else is tame. I didn't know yeah. that they were bleeding for real. No, Lucha Underground's insane. Oh, have you ever, have you been to talk about coffins. They just like throw people into coffins all the time. What did you say? Lucha Underground is great. They're great. They have a great uh, mix of like theatrics and yeah. uh, also just like hardcore indie wrestling. Yeah, and they have like a lot of the best indie wrestlers wrestle for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. I mean, they. Yeah, I, I really, I, I dig 
I dig what's going on in Lucha Underground. I wish I knew how to watch it. <laughs> it's like El Rey. I don't know. I don't know how to find that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, well, we the way that we watch uh, WWE is through the app on the uh, network. On uh, yeah, the it's an but it's a it's an app on Roku, so it's just a channel. It's not like we does Lucha Underground just have an app. Um, El Rey might. I haven't. Tr- I haven't looked. Yeah, actually. I don't know. I, I, should, I should. I should. I should check it out. I have the T-shirt. I should, I should check, check it, out. it out. All right. Whoops. Taylor. Anything Hi. else to add? Or are you feeling good? You feel good? I'm um, looking down at this notepad. Oh, you got that the notes. Was, that this was. This notepad was provided to me, and it was slightly used. And I've been looking at this all the entire time we've been talking. I have no idea what it means. Maybe you can provide context. Yeah. It just says cow, and then some like tick marks, like just six. Tick marks for uh, like, like someone did like cow. a tally, and I don't know what cow means. It looks like the last thing someone wrote before they died. I don't. Cow could be communities of wrestling. The, oh, the podcast. You guys, communities of wrestling, and I but think I was, was marking six. down um, victories. You guys did like a number of victories someone had last time. We were okay. into something like that. Oh, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I tried to figure this All out. Right, the well, entire we, we solved time. the mystery. All right. That was a lot easier than Taylor, I thought it was going to be. Taylor, let's wrap it up. Sure, uh, sir. And when, don't worry. We'll talk about wrestling another time. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, uh, what, what, uh, anything you would like to plug, promote? Where can we find you on social media? Oh, What's man. going on with you? Oh, I'm. Uh, let's see. It's like all boring with a bunch of, like, I'm doing a lot of meetings. I got Instagram and Twitter is at Taylor Orsi. Um, I got uh, I'm like at a show at UCB next month and uh, da, 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 I don't know. I'm like, you don't uh, have to. No pressure. I don't have. I had a I had a great I had a great meeting yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you know when the deadline article comes out. That's great. Are you? It was. Are you pitching? You were pitching something. Yeah. That's super I'm, secretive. That's all. It's so much pitching. That's so like what pitching. I feel like such a it's a it's such a lonely existence because it's not team oriented or no. in your face or anything it's just kind of like getting validated parking and talking to strange executives about what kind of bread they like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they're yeah. always really really into one thing they love it yeah. they just go like so can we great well you think you're great you think you're great um are you into what kind of bread are you into <laughs> i'm like oh fuck 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 uh uh, you don't or- like bread? Orange Why? bread? Orange bread? I love orange bread. I don't think you're good for the food channel. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like bread. Yeah, I was, uh, I was pitching a horror comedy no, and they were great. asking me about bread. All right, sweet, cool. Hey, Hi. everybody. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at, at DBlackAttack. You can find this podcast at, at COW Podcast. Join in our discussion on the Facebook group. People are joining in, joining the conversation we're having. Dope conversation about wrestling 24 hours a day, basically, uh, on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. I still don't know how to make it that I don't have to approve you to come in, but look, I'll approve you. You're a lot in. And uh, uh, remember to give us five stars, rate, subscribe. If you have friends who like wrestling, share this podcast with them. Help us grow. And um, It's the best wrestling podcast out there. That's right. Thank you, Taylor. All right. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Bye-bye. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.